welcome to Community Champions podcast. I'm Zoe McEwen, Community Manager and Engagement Strategist. And today I am chatting with Viv, who is a business growth strategist um, and someone who, well, I, I don't know whether you like social media or not, that might be the right or wrong thing to say, but actually who uh, sort of advocates that you don't need to use social media in order to grow your business. Um, and I think that will be quite refreshing for all of us. So um, Viv, I'll just pass over to you. Do you want to just introduce yourself? Hi. Yes. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Really excited to be here. So yeah, I think you did a great introduction. Um, uh, I think the thing I should probably qualify is I have been an entrepreneur since I was 22, 19 years. God, it makes me feel old when you say it like that. <laughs> and I started my first business and grew a seven-figure business without social media because it didn't exist back then, not the social media as we know it today. So yeah, grew it all entirely without social media. Then started my second business, which was a photography business and went, because uh, I, I sort of did that for 12 years and was starting a family and decided I wanted to be more creative again because I did a creative degree and um, and got into the whole social media kind of marketing strategy and got really bogged down in it and just never you know I'm not that generation it makes me sound really old I'm 41 so I'm not that old but there's a big difference between me and my younger sister who's five years younger who grew up with a mobile phone as a third limb and on social media you know Instagram's her her thing she's just always on it It's, it's second nature I didn't get my first mobile phone till I was like 20 you know social media didn't exist so it wasn't something kind of that was second nature and so I you know I didn't really love it so that was my second business that's how I kind of got into the whole like using social media for business and marketing and that kind of evolved and led me to the business that I have today which is as you said you know I, I help other businesses I'm a strategist a marketing coach and I help people to to get fully booked with with their clients one-to-one clients usually and I help them to do it if they choose without social media yeah I mean I've I've said before I'm not a I'm not a huge social media fan and I'm more than 10 years older than you. So I definitely didn't grow up with uh, mm. with social media and, and phones and all of that kind of stuff. There was life before and yeah, we, <laughs> people ran businesses and they managed to find the right people and connect with them. And, and there was lots of other different ways to do that. Um, and, and I think there's a little bit of that energy coming back full circle, like reminding people, like we did, I, I saw a post this morning with someone saying, um, you know, if you really think about it, just just your personal opinion. Do you think the internet it now has made your life better or worse? And I had to really, I had to really think about that. I had to really think, gosh, you know, and I, and I went back exactly as you were saying that I went back to, yeah, what, what my life was like before. And I, and I loved my life. You know, I loved that <laughs> life before. Um, there's, there's definitely things I would miss, but we, we can get so all you know engrossed in things which actually may not be making the you know just being visible may not be doing the things that it needs to do for us to make us work efficiently online uh we can waste a lot of time on social media on activities that perhaps aren't going to bring us clients and that is something that i i feel passionate about that people should not be just throwing stuff out there, throwing more content out there and just um, hoping and waiting that maybe somebody says, oh, can I buy one of your paid services? Because it, it, you know, it doesn't work like that. It just, it just, well, I, I've not found um, that it works like that. 
Wouldn't it Something. be lovely if it did? You know, I always say to people like, if you, if it just worked like that, life would be so, business would be so much easier if you just kind of said, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Come, and I think come by from me. People, yeah. There's a lot of people that work with that theory that if you just get visible um, and just you're in front of more people, then you will. And, and yeah, of course, if you've got a bigger audience, your conversion is going to be higher and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but actually there's a lot more to it and, and we can be doing, you know, I, I even talk about like the word nurturing that people say, Oh, I've got to nurture. And I'm like, Oh, I just, for me, this is, you know, people don't agree with me, but for me, the word nurturing is just another form of procrastination. I, I just think, what is, what does that mean? What does the word nurturing mean? Let's, let's try and connect with people. Let's get to know them. Let's, let's move forward on a journey and all of that. But I, you know, I don't mind so much nurturing at the end of like when you've worked with a client and they want to hang around in your space. But at the beginning, when people first find you is often the point at which they need you the most. So yeah. going into a kind of a phase of long, long, long nurturing and not telling them and keeping it a secret what your paid services are, because you might put people off and people might leave your group or your community. They might, they might unsubscribe. They might stop listening to your podcast because you've mentioned your paid services yeah, is and and I can see that you're you're nodding there. Yeah. Um. I I saw on um on something I was reading about you that you you'd said something which intrigued me called the flow zone. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which so was massive. That, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that because I thought, oh, that's I I talk about flow in terms of communities, saying mm. that it's really important that people decide to leave your group. It's mm. important they decide to when they want to join, and it's important when they, you know, and that's good. We should encourage the in and the out. People get scared of people leaving, but we should encourage that. And and I was intrigued by you saying about flow zone. I was wondering if it's something similar. It's not. It's it's more about getting into and and again, you've talked about it before, like eliminating some of those distractions and finding like and enabling yourself to be in your flow zone by not being in this constant um on this constant hamster wheel of like content creation that I think is you know a really big culprit for for the struggle behind many businesses is this need to like be showing up showing up and you know you said it as well it's about putting out like that quality content isn't it and not just churning out for the sake of churning out and I think you know I was listening to it to one of your podcast episodes where you talked about this um you know don't over schedule things because it's it's not in the moment from the heart and I you know this is where people kind of like scheduling 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 and being you know having to do it all the time to kind of compete with algorithms and things and it really takes us away as entrepreneurs from being in what I call our flow zone so the place to be creative to do the things that we're amazing at you know why do we create businesses because we're really good at the thing we started our business to do you know whether you're a therapist or coach or whatever you do and um, and so often we're not in that zone. And again, not connecting with people, not doing the things that are really going to shift the needle and move our business forward because we're really bogged down into, like I said, sometimes it can be content creation and this this churn of content that is to compete with algorithms. And that's why, you know, I talk about not using social media all the time. And, you know, you said at the beginning, do it, you know, not sure if I like social media or not. I don't, I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, because I've got strong views about like market without social media is I don't have a like hate against social media at all. I think it's been an amazing tool for a lot of people, but it's 2023 and the platform has, you know, platforms have changed an awful lot. You know, in the last two years, five years, 
and they are very different to what they were 10 years ago. And I think a lot of people are starting businesses or have started them in the last year or two and are not seeing the successes that maybe other people used to have. So it's all about saying, hey, do you know what? Believe it or not, there are other ways to market your business. Because I think, again, the last 10 plus years, we've all been on social media for personal use. So where's the first place you go when you start a business? Well, be on social media. And you start looking for, you know, coaches and people that can help you and uh, give you advice and whose groups you can be part of to follow for that free advice early on. So you fall into that trap of, well, this must be the way I market my business. But again, sometimes we're looking at people who started these businesses and these amazing communities a long time ago. And I'm not saying you can't start them now, but a lot of people put their eggs in one basket now. And remember, you are one person in your business. You are one person. You only have a finite amount of time to market. So put your eggs in the basket where you're going to get the best return on investment is what I say. And I say to people, just switch the way you use social media. So instead of using social media as a lead gen tool, bring people into your email list first without social media. So again, we get through the, I talk about leveraging and borrowing other people's audiences and communities and going in, a, you know, different level in there and, and, you know, like coming on and speaking on people's podcasts, going in and doing mm-hmm. guest experts, you know, um, teachings within masterclasses and, and, and uh, group programs and, and so on and so forth. And by doing that and getting in front of people that way, and then saying, Hey, do you want to come into my world? And then say, if you love social media, because some people truly love being on social media, I didn't, but people do, then by all means say, hey, come follow me on Instagram because I'm always in stories or come follow, join my Facebook group because I'm in there. But you're not then competing against an algorithm to try and be seen, to try and get people's eyes on your your opt-in, to try and get them into your email list, which we all know, you know, the money's in the list. So we always want to have email lists as well as social groups. Um, so yes. So that's that went off slightly on the tangent. No, yes. no, totally. It, because I think that people then um, get disheartened, and I speak to yeah. a lot of people who are frustrated, and it actually really affects their whole business because they think they're not doing, you know, not getting visible on their social media or not getting the same traction as other people. Things aren't working. Nobody's replying to them. But actually, they're, they're not very good at what they they do, and and it really knocks them. And actually, that's not that's not true. You know, you can still be really good at what you do, but just, um, you know, people haven't found you and people aren't following you and people aren't commenting and you've just not quite got the marketing angle right. It doesn't mean that you're not good. And um, what people then who I work with tend to do is just create more content and just keep drive forward with content, 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 because somehow I'll hit something and something will work. But then of course that just gets worse. You know, they lose all boundaries around everything um and consistency then becomes this like 24 7 yes and suddenly people do start replying to them and they have got some traction because you will if you post more um but then you're in this world of okay so now I've got a load of friends online and now I'm just giving everything away for free because I haven't got this structural process yeah um so I also saw on you know that the the blog and I when I had my wedding business I loved my blog and everybody had a blog, you know, you started your website and you, you got your blog because your blog helped your SEO. And I used to love it. And, um, and then blogs seemed to just disappear. And now I see lots more people talking about blogs. Um, is that, so for your community, where do you feel like, I know you've got a great podcast as well. Where do you feel like your community place is where you get to connect 
best with the people in your audience? I'm going to say it's in two places, if I'm allowed to have two. So the blog, my blog, I, for anyone that goes on my website and checks out my blog, there's not a lot on it. I will put client um, case studies and things on there. But, you know, my SEO is driven through my podcast, you know, so I use that because you know, blogging's not my jam, you know, as much as I'd like to say, I'd love to. I, I write things, but it's not uh, it's not something I'm, I'm consistent with and I've no intention of being consistent with that. The, the podcast is where my heart and my passion are and that's where we should be doing our marketing, the place where we actually love it and where we think, you know, I want to be really ace at that because that's where we're going to continue to do things. Um, so, yeah, so the podcast um, is is where I have my my community. Um, but there's obviously a, a, a connection between that and my email list because a lot of people are coming onto my email list and are on my email list who also listen to the podcast. Um, and what I love is, you know, the reason when I set the podcast up I, is I really wanted to to share with people very openly because I think there's a lot of things out there and you're kind of almost on the edge of your seat going, but how does that really work? You know, and I give a lot. And I know you've said, obviously, and touched on this, you know, do we give too much away free, da, 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 all of this stuff, you know, when it's a free group to a paid group. I give a lot openly, but, you know, there's so much more to it. You can't go into all the intricacies within free content, you know, and and a lot of the thing, you know, we could search and find everything we need on Google, you know, the, the, the University of Google, but it's about that. How do I piece this all together for my specific business? That's, that's you know, fundamentally what it comes to. So, yes, yeah, so I, I give a lot um on the podcast and you know I get amazing and this is where the community comes in you know I get a lot of awesome feedback from people via my email list then about the you know the podcast and how great it is and how useful it is and I think for me like I've been considering what that next step is because obviously you know for me I don't want to be on social media most of my clients don't want to be on social media um or marketing on social media they may still use it for for personal use I don't I choose not to because I just you know, get addicted. <laughs> it's me. Um, and I really like to be more present in the moments that I'm in. And I just found social media just distracted me from that. So that's my my personal reason. But some people are really good with those boundaries. So yeah, so it's like, what does that actually look like now? Taking that, those amazing people who are great, and we have great connections. And, you know, we hop on calls if we need to, you know, to like, you know, but again, it's a process because I am a business. So it's like, hey, let's talk. Yeah, let's have a, a, a call. I call mine game plan calls. Um, and then let's see if, you know, you'd be a good fit to work with me and vice versa. And then let's take that further. So, you know, the, the community's there. But I'd love to bring people together off social in a way that's got the community that kind of some Facebook groups have or used to have when I was back in the day when I was on social, you know where people actually saw stuff as well, because obviously you, you miss so much now. And there's so much noise on there. Somewhere away from that, where people can just go, I'm going to go and check on this community, this group, I, you know, just checking, you know, like you've got your favourite Facebook groups where you'd be like that, right? I can't be doing with all the noise in the newsfeed. I'm just going to go and click on and see what's been going on in my favourite group. Something like that, but something that has more. I'm trying to figure out what the more is. And for me, it's more connection because there's this digital connection where there is community and, you know, and I had it where I still really good friends with a lot of people I met in a specific community and it was great, but those relationships have become more now because we've connected sometimes in person, sometimes on Zoom and taken it from just being text-based, you know, comments and in threads to actual building really much deeper relationships. And that's what I'm really passionate about. And I'm really passionate 
And my big strength is connecting other people. So, you know, ask any of my clients, people I work with. I was going to London last Friday and I stayed with my cousin the night before and got the train in. It's about 50 minutes in. She was like, Viv, remember, you're a northerner. Nobody speaks on the trains. Like, it just doesn't happen. And then I got back that night and said, how was it? I was like, well, I didn't do any of my homework that I took on the uh, for the train. I had some reading and homework. I said, I spent the whole journey speaking to the lady that I was sat next to. And I ended up connecting her with one of my previous clients because they were it was so relevant because she was starting her own business and, you know, the things that they did. And so it was awesome. You know, it's that power of connection. And that's what I'm passionate about with the community, some way to en- enable more of that connection, because I think that's what's missing. So often people are trying to make those connections within communities, but sometimes the mechanism isn't quite there for them to do that. So I watch this space. It's coming. Yeah. It's there. There's the intuition and the, the desire is the passion for me is there. I just can't quite pinpoint. Maybe I need a session with Zoe on what that yes. would look like. Because I, I think I'm I really totally excited. I agree on a lot of those things. I mean, there are other platforms other than Facebook. There I'm, are. You know, I until I started using Facebook as a business, I'm not on Facebook. Personally, my friends would never look me up. Um, you know, I the whole thing about a friend of mine who'd, you know, moved house, divorced, she'd had a tummy tuck. I met her a year later and I was like, you know, how come all of this has happened to you? And she's like, well, it's all been on Facebook. And I'm like, like, we could just talk. You could just, we could just call. You could just communicate that this has been going on. Like, we don't live that far away from each other. I'm like, I'm not on Facebook. And she's like, you're not on Facebook. I'm like, no. I mean, this was like 10 years ago, but I was like, no, just let's just communicate normally. But actually what you said then is the, the, the communities, the connection is definitely what I'm all about as well. But mm. it's it is a real place, and it's the people that treat it as those people being real that that are more successful. And yes. you genuinely feel it. Like if you don't want to have conversations, do not set up a group or a community. If you just want to like and heart stuff and put content in and get visible and find clients, you know, I say like you can't use it like a fruit machine. You cannot just kind of set it all up. And then when you're selling something, go in there and hope that it's like a ching, a ching, a ching. Ah. You, you have to genuinely, and I love talking to people and I find it comes very natural to me. People say, oh, but I never know what to say. I'm like, well, you never know what to say to people. Like, <laughs> it's a normal conversation. And if you're somebody that struggles to have a normal conversation, then you might need to get a bit of a script going and really think about what is it you are interested in and genuinely be interested. Um, and, you know, it's it is kind of small talk, but that's what you set this up for. But then it's small talk that hopefully leads somewhere. You know, I I I, I don't want anybody to be having just loads of lengthy conversations and um, draining their time and their energy that are going nowhere. That are just kind of going round in this little cul-de-sac. And you know, at some point, you have to take responsibility for why you've set this group up and the conversation that you're having, and say, look, we've had this conversation. You've told me what you need, and I know I can definitely help. Here's the link if you want it. Like, let's just get in touch. And yeah, um, and a lot of people feel very strange about. They're like, but oh, that's not where they've come for the group, and they don't want me selling to them. I'm like, it's really not selling to them. It's weird if you just leave them hanging after they've told you all these things. You've had a really nice conversation, and then you just go, oh, good. You know, I'm going to put another bit of content in. (laughs) Well, that's how I see it. But um, you're right. These are real people. You know. Yeah, and I think I think this is where people struggle. They forget that there's real people there. You know, I was saying to one of my clients, I said, you know, she's about to do some market research, very new business. 
And she's like, what would I say? I was like, well, apart from the fact we're going to sort of look at that, I said, what would you say if you just met someone like I did on the train? What would be that conversation you'd have? What kind of questions would you be asking? Because that's all it is. It's a conversation. And there's so much pressure. Like people don't see people as real human beings, I think is, is the problem. And actually I'm like, imagine just meeting them in real life you know, and having a chat. And the small talk's important because when you meet someone for the first time, you do the small talk first and foremost, and then you kind of find what is that common ground. So, you know, oh, that's really cool. You know, my sister's also in Australia or da, 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 da. Then you start to take it further into that next step, you know, and and you you kind of got to do the, because I know I've got friends who are introverts and say, I can't bear small talk. I'm like, but that's kind of just part of breaking the ice with anybody new that you meet. and yeah, like I, I don't have an answer because I'm not an introvert. I, I, I've got, I'm going to have a whole podcast episode on this with a load of my introvert business buddies talking about this. But yeah, you know, it's, it is about conversation and really kind of going in for proper conversations and not just like you said before, like creating more content and then kind of, or ending a conversation like, oh, well, I'm not sure what yeah. to say. Or, or the opposite where, um, you know, when I speak to people, they're like, oh, I can't get, I can't get between the chit chat and the thing and then telling them about my thing. You know, I can't, can't do that. Um, and, and that's because you, you've not actually, uh, found out anything useful about them. So you've stayed in the chit chat and what you do then, um, I call it like getting in the friend zone is you're just in the friend zone yeah. and you then can never sell to people who you're in the friend zone with. Yeah. So you can't, you have to be in control of this and, and yeah, do the chit chat, but actually then start saying, okay, so how long has it been going like this? And, and have you been doing this for a while? And what else have you tried so that they start to give you answers and then it was something else that you said earlier, where actually all I'm doing, all I encourage the people I work with to do is to find a match all the time. Yeah. So all we're trying to do is match the services I've got, the things that you need. If we can meet and match and you tell me what you need and I'll tell you what I've got. That's it. That's all we're doing. We're just matching people together all the time. Um, there doesn't need to be any selling as such. You're absolutely correct there. And I think this is it, you know, and I say to people, even if it's, even if they're not your ideal client in the end, you know, and you kind of go out to, I can't help them. You can still have a conversation because the beauty is you could refer them to somebody else and think about how memorable you become. And so a year down the line, when they say, oh, you know, I was chatting to one of my, my um, clients the other day, we we're chatting about the podcast because she was kind of giving me some really awesome feedback about how valuable it is in a certain way for her. And I was saying, how did you kind of hear about my podcast? It's always that thing, isn't it? People are like, I'm not really sure. And she was like, and then she came back to me saying, it was my friend. And you think about that, you know, when you've had a connection with someone. So I, I, I knew the, the friend's name. I can't pick, like place it, but like I, I knew the name. It was familiar. And I thought, hmm, isn't that interesting? So she was able to refer someone on to me, possibly months later after sort of connecting with me. And that's the beauty. So it sticks in people's minds. You know, it's this... It's like the, the film, isn't it? Pay it forwards or whatever the film was called, you know? Yeah. And it's, and I love that thing that, you know, you will then stick in someone's mind as they want to refer on to somebody else. So you might not get a client from that person, but that connection is worth so much. And as businesses evolve and people grow, that's the other thing you've got to remember. 
in two years time, that person might be saying, oh my God, I know the perfect person to come and guest in my community, you know, or for my mastermind group or, or group program, because they've suddenly grown their business now to a certain point. And you're the person that offered kindness and had a conversation and they didn't feel was icky about it. And you just mm-hmm. genuinely made that, that connection. So it is about, and you won't connect with everyone. I think that's the important thing as well. You know, we're human beings and there'll be people you just don't connect with. Um, and that's okay too. Um, yeah, and understanding definitely. that totally because if they're going to work with you they need to know what they're going to get yeah. so it's important that they make those decisions based on everything you know which is why communities can be great if yes. you, if you share a bit about yourself because they can make that decision that actually you know she talks too fast she uses hand gestures too much I don't like the way she says uh I don't know you know strategy if she's going to keep saying strategy all the time that's really like niggling in me and I don't like that she says she's not a huge fan of social media or what she said about nurturing oh no that's not my kind of and that's good that's all good that's why we have to but it takes a while it takes a while to get brave enough to say some of these things that you're thinking um and you know not worry too much about if people do decide to move on from your world and and think that that's all fine and we don't have to mm. as you say we don't have to hang on to everybody and a lot of it with the connections as well is is about honesty yeah i think honesty is the answer to everything like Absolutely. just be honest just tell them just say I don't think this is, you know, me and you are going to like, I haven't got something that's a really good match, but actually I think this person would be great. Or I would suggest you do this or maybe this rather than shying away from something. And just because it's a, it's a slightly difficult conversation or because um, you're not actually sure you just say, do you know what? I'm not really sure. Or hmm. I'm not really feeling it at the moment in this group. And, you know, anybody got any ideas to help me, you know, whatever it is that you're feeling, you know, just, you know, there's nothing worse. Just, than kind of shying away from it just say it and people tend to respect that better and that's how you make the better connections because they genuinely feel that that you are there and you do care and you're open and 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 things like that so I totally agree about passing them on to other people that is one of the most memorable things and yeah probably the thing they'll remember you for than actually your niche or whatever you talk about on the totally um, podcast you just mentioned there was one other thing I saw which I just wanted to talk about and it, it said hub which is a really great word. Yeah, and I can't take credit for it. So I always credit Tad Hargraves, but Tad Har- who who runs an amazing business called Marketing for Hippies. And I know he credits someone else for it, and I can never remember who he credits for finding this word hub. And it just was like the best word ever that kind of described how I started my first business and what I was doing. And I was like, that. oh, it's called hub marketing, H-U-B, marketing, hub marketing. And if you think about like it, it what it is, is if you, the picture that goes with this is like a big old like wheel off a wagon, you know, with like the center thing and then all the spokes coming off it. And so as a hub, you are basically the a community, you know, of people. Um, and the hub leader is that person who basically started, founded that that community. But the the hub is all of those people that have that common interest, that commonality and they've come together so when people say to me oh like I can't find you know if I'm not on social media I wouldn't be able to find my clients it's like well of course you are because people don't don't believe it or not just exist on social media they don't just live their lives most of them on social media they are elsewhere you know maybe they go to church maybe they go to the gym you know where are these hubs they're people with similar interests and similar values in life and actually more so it's around the values and things that bring people together 
and that they will share those kind of things. So yeah, so this, I love the term hub. It's mm. so descriptive. And as I said, with my first business, I was always like that. Yeah, I just connect with people. And I was like, that. Uh, hubs, exactly that, hubs. Um, yeah. And, and I just love that deal. description. Hmm. Like with the spokes and stuff. Oh, I'm glad I mentioned it because I it's a great word. Hub is a great word. Um, but when you can visualize something, it, it really helps. And like the central and then all of the different bits, mm. um, the parts that bring it together, because you are the person that starts it. But actually, it is about connecting everyone to each other because they'll, they won't come back just for you. You know, they need more than that. They need to feel that the people in there understand them and that they can connect with those people as well. And that they can have great conversations and share stuff with the other people in there. And that if they've got a query, uh, I'm going to go in there because they're going to know and they're going to help me and they're going to give me the answer yeah. and the support. And um, that's when you know you've got something that's working. Um, that's more than just you. And I think, you know, from the days back when I was on social media, you know, in the community, and I, I'm using social media because that was where a lot of communities are. Tad's got a whole community off social media. Uh, he does use social media, but he's got a membership off social media, which is, which is awesome. Um, and yeah, like what I found is, you know, people will be in a lot of groups as a marketing strategy. But actually, if you think about which are your favorite groups, you're going to have maybe two or three top groups where the places you go when you've had a really crappy day, when you need to vent, when you want to celebrate, when you want to just reach out to people, when you kind of think, these are people I want to meet up with. And as I said, I was at an in-person event last Friday, met a lot of people that I've only ever connected with online, some from back in the day when I was on social media, and some from a, a group program that I was part of. So we'd only ever connected on Zoom. And it was so awesome to be in that room full of those people and then to all go out for dinner. And you know when you just go, this is where I fit. Mm. There's none of that like, oh, I don't really kind of connect with it. Absolutely. This is where I fit. And everybody had that sense of belonging. And I think that was the most beautiful thing. You know, almost nobody gave a shit about the content. I mean, it was wonderful. It was great. Um, but yeah, it, it was secondary. The connection and yeah. being kind of going, oh, we're all, we all get each other. We're all so alike. We're all on different timelines within our businesses. But we all get it. And we're all there for each other. And that was just so powerful. And that's what we want with community. Mm. And, and I, you know, and I think this is the thing sometimes people forget, like, you're going to just gravitate towards those favorite two or three communities, really. Or you might have like a top one. And that's where you're going to hang out. And that's sometimes where you find a lot of people, depending on the size of the group, are only, they're, they're all marketing to each other's audiences and things, which is cool. But eventually you kind of go, I've got to broaden my network beyond this. It works for a time. Um, and that's the thing where sometimes you've got to go, oh, I've got to find other people or, you know, and actually it's saying maybe you keep that community as your place to be and for people to know you. But actually market, you've got to think about your marketing strategy and plan as bigger than that community, that one place, you know, because you, you can't have all your eggs in one basket. It's like saying, like, I'm going to go to this one client every time, you know, and eventually that might dry up, that well might dry up. So, yeah, I think that's the thing that we, people need to realise is that they need to expand beyond those those communities sometimes at, for marketing but not necessarily for their personal personal sort of connections yeah because we all need those we all need biz buddies and we all need people that get us and we all need those groups and communities whether it's a parent group you know my friends in a parent group for the children with additional needs 
you know, and that's, they've all got that same, you know, interest and values and things, which is all around like their children. Mm -hmm. And it's a great place for her to be and to get that support. And I think we all need that. And that's what maybe we're looking for within our community, that support of people who get, get us and get what we do. Yeah. And I think, uh, well, it's a good place to stop. But I think when you said about a sense of belonging, that's really important because when, when, when you feel like you belong somewhere, everything is easier, everything works, everything is in flow. Um, everything happens more naturally. You're more able to join in. Um, the, the relationship is more reciprocal if you feel like you belong. And it's, it's making people feel that way, feeling comfortable. Um, that can be tricky. Um, but is actually key to, yeah key to the success of them returning because they return because they feel like they belong, not because they've waited for the algorithm or newsfeed to show them something and remind them that there was this great group. They feel it. They're drawn back to it because they remember that belonging. And that's, that's completely different. Yeah. Um, And I had an email today from, sorry, I know we're wrapping up, but I had an, I had an email today from someone, you know, which was like, it's it's in my signature that says you know three different ways to work with me and you can write reply with the word clients is one of them and she was like I didn't want to reply with one word it so felt so rude and you know because we got you know connection um and and she was saying like I just you are the person whose emails I look out for and so I was saying it's podcasts and emails you have people going I go and find it you're the one that intentionally reads and that's what you want when you're creating communities people to be like that out of everyone else you're the favourite, really. You're the one where yeah. we go, I fit here, I get it, she gets me, or they get me. Yes. And that's that's what we want. We want to create that that space for people, um, which can be difficult because it's a very noisy space out there. But actually, how do we do that? How do we connect? And that's what's so powerful to your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the favourite teacher thing. That's what I... Yeah. The, the analogy that I use. So um, where can people find you? I did notice actually today on your email that you sent to me, your three things at the bottom. I liked it. Thank you. Very good. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not on social media, so don't go check me out. You, I am on, I actually, my old profiles are there, so you can always go and find out where it tells you to go, which is to my website, vivguy.com. That's V-I-V-G-U-Y.com. Uh, and the podcast is, uh, again, we're all on uh, Apple, uh, Android, all that, Spotify, everywhere that you can think of so it's marketing without social media perfect great name so thank you very much uh i really loved it and um i think it will get people thinking about how they can grow their business not solely relying on social media or one group or one platform um and branch out and i think that's a really good message thank you thank you thanks zoe